Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Everybody. We're live. PJ, PJ, we're live. PJ. I'm not going to say it today. We're live. Oh, oh no. Oh, that's <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to be so predictable. Oh, that's, just, mm. that's upsetting. Well, that's one thing you got going for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How about so that just, new intro? Just yeah. Keep that new intro. Drew's sick and I'm hungover, so this is going to be on the girl's shoulders. <laughs> We're all just going to snooze fest 2000. Um, Game of Thrones well, you're prequel. Great hands. What is that? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Who knew Who knew we wanted a Game of Thrones prequel? I guess we all did when they announced it, and now we're all kind of like, do we need this? Yeah, um, but House of Dragon, here it comes. Uh, they just put out a teaser was it yesterday i think i think it dropped yesterday um yeah so, i think so yeah um it looks it's got a lot of blonde hair going on um i've I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of blonde hair there's going to be dragons there's going to be fire and there's going to be some iron iron throne shit happening so um mm-hmm. i don't know what do you what i mean i it's going to be hard to talk about this series without talking about the how game of thrones shit the ending but uh i mean we can we can we can try to to, to talk objectively yeah. but it'll be hard right it'll be just be hard um sure um i mean, I mean what, I do, don't you, really what do you guys know. think i don't really know i don't have hbo so i <laughs> well yeah, okay i haven't really watched it in full but you know i've watched clips but i can't say i've really watched it because, oh, wow. you know, but I've seen like parts of the first season. I was getting ready to watch it and then we lost access to HBO. So I got into it and then now I want to go back. Now I want to go back. I so I am fairly new. Like, so I can't say I've really watched it. All right. Well, let's be cool. Clips, like a fresh you know? perspective on like a yeah. non, like if, if we were, uh, if I was a, a prosecutor, I'd be like, you're on the jury. Like you, you have a fresh perspective, yeah. you, know, you're, you're, you know, because like, I think everyone else is like, I thought everyone in, in the world had seen Game of Thrones, but uh, guilty. Not, so. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he's clearly guilty. Oh, I thought I, it took me a while to get into it. I had to watch the first episode like three times to get through it. And then I just the third time lucky. And I just went through and I love that series. I'm excited for this. I haven't seen yeah. the trailer yet. Oh no, I did. I watched it last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember what. That's, watching uh, that's it. the hangover. But you don't remember it. So. Yeah, he doesn't. I, I, I remember. Just remember writing it, I presume. Yeah, I did, and I and I don't remember writing that email. But I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here. Glad you're and here I'm too. glad I have the right trailer up because I was going to watch Cyrano. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would have been a different experience. It's fun to play without all those. Why are you doing a drunk trailer talk? Is what I'm thinking. Like, just kind of makes you forget everything. Trailer talk is really. Uh, I'm not a massive fan of Game of Thrones. I was only a fan uh, since season three, episode nine, and then I was a fan until they did seven because they were like, "Hey, remember all that character development we've been building for seven seasons?" Let's throw that out the window and do something else. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, oh, so, God. yeah, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a big fan of their final season, um, which I think did they started, switched right? showrunners. Did they switch showrunners? Is that what happened? Or they, no. did they, they stopped using the, uh, the writer. They were just making shit up now, right? Yeah. Because they, yeah, they, they went past the, the book. It went past mm -hmm. the books. But apparently. Yeah, it shows you how important cool. the real writer is. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is apparently this this series is based on a, I guess, a, a, a prequel novel that uh, George R. R. Martin did write. I think oh, called Fire and Blood. Apologies, sorry. Mm. The eighth season was shit. Okay, let me let me just say this: I didn't really like Game of Thrones. The only thing yeah, I did like about Game of Thrones was the Targaryens and the dragons. Yeah, me too. Were cool as fuck. I love the Targaryens. So I'm really? so down for this. If it's just gonna be okay. about the Targaryen series and like dragons and how they like rose and fought, fell from power. I'm okay with this. I'm all now, right. it was I'm 200 years earlier, but who's doing that VO? So that's a character from it. Is it? So is it is he talking from beyond the grave? Or how is he uh, talking? like how is that getting narrated? That's a character from Is it? From the original Game of Thrones. Is it? Googling. I don't Google. know. I, I didn't catch Quick, I didn't catch Google. the name <laughs> of who of who uh, uh, I didn't catch who the VO was. Um yeah, I was so focused I on mean, the imagery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't even listening to the video really. Um, the what? Well, yeah, so two hundred. Well, the Targaryens, I guess, based on lore, like reigned for thousands of years, right? Yes. Like they they conquered and they reigned. They reigned. so this obviously we're not going to see them winning, like overall, like taking over Westeros with the dragons. I guess they're already in power at mm -hmm. this point. Yeah. And we're about to see the downfall, like you know, like what leads them to who was it robert um to take yeah. to take over the throne to upsurp the targaryens mm -hmm. i guess and kill the mad king uh so i guess we're, we're seeing the mad king descend into madness in, in a way i guess in some sense oh or, the trailer is narrated by matt smith from doctor who i was wrong. oh okay yeah yeah i was wondering because that, that definitely looks like him in the in the it is yeah in the trailer um oh this is now playing on my phone for some reason yeah, so this is oh. <laughs> probably just a uh, another reason why uh, if there should be a TARDIS in the background at some point. <laughs> oh, please. That would be fun. Some reference would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Draws it in the sand or something. <laughs> yeah. Just doodling <laughs> while he's waiting for something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he's like, oh, I'm looking for so my good. next companion. <laughs> I didn't even recognize that was him there. Yeah. yeah. He looks really weird with the blonde hair. Like, long. And too. no eyebrows? No, yeah, like they, it looks like they totally stripped his features so that, like, basically, he looks like me when I don't have any makeup on. <laughs> like, like, just fair featured. Same. I have no eyebrows, no, no, no mascara mm. on, like, nothing. No eyelashes. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I look like a Targaryen. I feel better about myself. Huh. <laughs> Who knew a trailer maybe, would do that? Yeah, right? Maybe you are a Targaryen. Maybe I am. There you go. Um, I, you know, yeah. it's interesting. It's, it's interesting you guys said that the uh, like the best part that you enjoyed a Game of Thrones was the dragons and like the Targaryens. And yeah. I guess I don't know. I guess my my sense of it was the series was actually at its best without like in the earlier in the seasons when it was less about the dragons and the Targaryens. It was more about you know sort of like the politics and like 
the the intrigue and like the the like all the like little things that were going on between you know like with between Peter Dinklage's character and Jon oh, Snow sure. and and learning about like you know the all the world building you know that was happening in those first three seasons and then it kind of just exploded into kind of CG craziness with dragons sure. and White Walkers and it kind of I guess it, it it got a little uh. I don't know too crazy and not not that i don't like that crazy fantasy stuff but i think it it sort of it, be, it became too much about what the show was about less about the the politics and the the slow pace of of what the first three seasons yeah okay so i actually seasons. would agree with you on this because i think like as they got into the seasons about the dragons and stuff and then they actually hatched and it was cgi and she like took control of the dragons and then had them in the cave and stuff spoiler alert stephanie um yes yeah, sorry um but <laughs> I actually much, much, much prefer the beginning seasons where, like, there were, like, she was then with the Dothraki and, you know, mm -hmm. Jason Momoa's character, and she was, like, assimilating into that tribe. And I loved all that, like, the dy dynamic between herself and her brother, um, this lore of, like, the crazy king and all this. And I was really interested in that. I would agree. It just got offhand towards the end of the seasons uh, as the seasons went on. I liked the magic. I liked a little hand of magic, like even when she was there and she, everything burnt down and she didn't, and uh, mm -hmm. she had yeah, the dragons. See, I liked that. And, that was cool. And the and the red lady, whatever she was pulling off, that crazy bitch. She was just wacko. No, I, uh, <laughs> I have to disagree there. I fucking hated all and, that. And I just I don't <laughs> I like it when that when I'm going to read science fiction or fantasy, I need some element of wonderment. I don't need to sure. see it. I don't want to watch a political show and they're just dressed up in animal skins. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I need, you need to, that world needs to win me over and you got to do it. If I'm, if I'm investing in that, I want to figure out how the magic works or how the science works. That that's what keeps me in that show. It's like Witcher, for example, you know what I mean? Like Witcher yeah. has a lot more magic and stuff in it. Yeah, but I like yeah. it. I, I'll, I'll, I, I, it. I like it. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I like both, but I'm glad it does have that fantastical magical element to it. That's what keeps yeah. me locked yeah, in. Yeah, I, I guess I think like the White know, Walkers. Yeah, well, and I like how it was. I guess more sprinkled in to your point in the earlier seasons than in, in the later seasons. It became like all about the magic. Yes. I felt like it became the more... Red Lady did that. Yeah, what Red, uh, whatever her name was. Yeah, and and I guess you know with. The, it, this being the focus on Targaryens and dragons and I guess magic still being probably a big part of this world you know I, I guess it sort of fell away you know when dragons left the world everybody they become like almost like you know did the magic go with it you know in a way I, I don't know you know so um, I wonder if magic will be a bigger part of this uh, you know this prequel series um, when does this it, come out 2022 it doesn't say the date yeah yeah I think you're gonna rewatch it you're gonna rewatch it Drew I don't know. I mean, listen, it was good. I mean, it, it was at, like <laughs> the first, I'd say six seasons were solid. Like even the sixth season I thought was shaky was still good. The seventh season is just, it's just trash. The, seven, like just, the seventh season the you'd be like. Eight season. Even the well, seventh season. They split, some, they split yeah, the seventh yeah. season into two. It should have been one season and they yeah. broke it up into two, which was dumb. Uh, but whatever. Um, I did walk away a couple times going, well, I'm never getting that hour back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so, I mean, well, this has what new showrunners. Um, it's got an, obviously a whole new cast, like Olivia cook, like people I've never heard of. Is that, Emily Carey. In the, is, is that his name? Cory Payton from, um, from I Walking Dead? No, I don't think that was. Cory no, Payton. no, really? No. It totally looked no. like him. 
I think it's I the think white. So. It's the white uh, dreadlocks. The white, yeah. Uh, Graham McTavish is in this. Ah, uh, uh, McTavish yeah. is in it. Yeah. So. Uh, nice. Nice. Off to him. Uh, Ryan Core, uh, Patty Const Constantine, um, Eve Beast, or Eve Best. Sorry. Uh, Millie Alcock. So a lot of people, a lot of people I've I've never heard of before. Um, is that Graham? Yeah, Graham was in it. I oh, that's Graham. The, there I he is. In the trailer, dude. He's Where's blurry. He? Oh, he's blurry. <laughs> he's blurry. He's blurry. But I can see the mustache, the beard, like it's him. It's like there's like a woman coming at the camera with like a dagger. She's on yeah. like a murder spree mission, and oh. he's like right there I in the background. This. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. The trailer showed like some familiar things, like you see the the hand of the king, uh, mm. like yes. pin. Um, you know, you see the Iron Throne, although it's like kind of it's beefed up. It's got a lot more, a lot more swords, a lot more conquests, <laughs> I guess. Um, maybe that represents like you know more the more of Westeros <laughs> they own. It, um, I think it prevents dragons from sitting on the. Um, it's like when you have like bird for birds. <laughs> <laughs> Just in so, case so the, the dragons want to get comfortable. <laughs> yeah. The prequel know, is about amazing. the civil war. The 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 prequel is about the civil war that that affected the Targaryens. And the the, the series is going to span 150 years of their history. So you're going to see mm -hmm. characters come and go. Well, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, in, in that sense it'll lead right up to probably the, the right when Robert takes out the the Mad King, then, if that's the case. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, just, I just saw Graham there. Um, Interesting. I, yeah. I think, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm skeptical about it in a way because I do think there was a lot about Game of Thrones that I just didn't like, that I didn't gravitate to. That's why I didn't really get thrown into it until after the like turning point in season three which i won't spoil for anybody who hasn't seen it like but it's you'll kind of come to realize really quickly like there's always something towards like the penultimate episode of a season there's always some sort of shimmer of something you get a little bit more of that in the last episode and then you have to wait for the next season so in that turning point in season three that's kind of like what grabbed me and i was like oh god i really need to watch this there's an awful lot about it though that i was just like why did this play out that way and why did that play out that way and this is just fucking terrible. What is what use is the scene? Um, so and there was a lot of like gratuitous nudity for no reason. And What's wrong with that? I just didn't. I was just like, I don't need to see this on fucking primetime TV. I can go watch Pornhub for this. Like, I don't really need to. Uh, like, you know, that conversation about magic. I like I like that sprinkled in, too. I'm not saying I'm like not bad about nudity. I just think like You're the very beginning crude. seasons were just gratuitous and then afterwards they they made, after season four or something they're like lessened off maybe they got told off by something maybe Pornhub called them and was like yeah, buddy, our viewers are fucking down and their showrunner did some of, and uh and the executive producer directed some of the biggest ones you know like the battle of the bastards and, oh, I see. and those. so they got the good Big people episodes. doing it i'm yeah. excited that's good hey did yeah. you know that their coach the the owner from uh Ted Lasso was in Game of Thrones. Do you ever watch, you ever watch Ted Lasso? The yeah, no. the owner. Yeah, Jason she played that e Sudeikis, evil. Sudeikis, no, the owner. Not he plays the coach. The owner oh, of the. Oh yeah, Rebecca. Of the team. Um, uh, sorry, Hannah yeah. Welton. 
Yeah, yeah she's she was the in Game of lady. Thrones. Yes, I was like, oh. I, I'm like, what? And then yeah. I saw the pictures of them, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I saw that in season <laughs> one because I was like, she's awfully familiar. What? And I was like, her, it's just her face. It's the way she smiles. It's something about yeah. her face that I just know. <laughs> and then I googled it, and I was like, <laughs> what? That's insane. Because she is fine. Like, ooh, mm, Hannah Wilton. Yeah, I, I did not rec. I I didn't did recognize, recognize her. In that. No yeah. way. That's interesting. Yeah, Rebecca Ferguson. I did not. Yeah, recognize I, her I, I, would 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 you guys have been more interested if this went went way farther back in time? Like, I guess I'm I'm on the fence on this. So, like, why is it only two hundred years? Yeah, like two hundred years, and if it's if it's leading up, you know, obviously, because two hundred years, you're, we're still going to be able to see like the ancestors, like of like of the starks so the starks could we we could still see um you know like the birth of ned stark you know and 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 like and then a bit of his journey we could see dire wolves come back uh i mean we're you know um i i guess i'm wondering like do we need to have like the name drops of to keep us interested you know, and the Targaryens and all of that stuff and I all the things so. that, that tie us. Yeah. Or do we, or should we have gone like way back when like, you know, the, when they first defeated the White Walkers way back in the day and, and erected the wall, or would that have been more interesting? You know what I'm saying? And um, so I'm, I'm just, you know, I feel like there's a lot of story beats here. Like who, who's the villain in this? Like, is it the Targaryens? Are they the bad guys? Are we supposed to be rooting for the Targaryens? Well, I think it's going to be, I think you're going to be in the, in the whole mix of the civil war. So they're going to, yes. you're going to see two sides of the civil war. And I guess you pick your side. Mm. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I think that it's going to start off like, hey, Targaryens are cool, huh? No, just kidding. Like, you know, like halfway yeah, through, well, they're like, no, actually, it turns out. Because they were over like cool. there was this big coup and stuff. So, And he was called you know, the Mad King and like he'd done a whole well, bunch of genocide he, he, and murder and stuff. So I'd be interested yeah, to see where yeah. that goes if they go that far. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, you know, I think it'll be, you can't make the, every Targaryen a bad person, right? I think. No, true. Because then. Because then, you know, it just becomes a one-note villain, right? Like, obviously, there's going to be some Targaryens that we want to root for. Like yeah. like we rooted for Daenerys, you know, until she flipped the switch and became psycho. Um, and murdered a town. Uh, or a whole, um, uh, whatever that was. A whole, yeah, it was yeah. basically a whole like city. He, yeah, um, uh, so, I, it, I guess it's just interesting because there's no, like, where Game of Thrones had the White Walkers, which was this sort of, like, unstoppable force that only... The combination of dragons and mm -hmm. you know the un uniting of westeros to defeat you know what is that here is it is it like in order to defeat an army of like how many dragons did exist you know is it are, are hundreds or i mean what are we talking about here so oh, you're gonna have it, to watch is, is it that unstoppable is it is it a hydra a three-headed dragon Ooh. i think that would be cool if they throw something like that into it i'd be like oh no you did not but it would be really interesting, right? Because the, the dragons all sort of went extinct except for those eggs that were in Game of Thrones. Um, and I'm sure something somewhere along the way in, in, in Westeros. But I would be really interested to see, like you said, almost like what happened to them? Where did this go? And I think that, I understand what you're saying because like there's a un uniting of this. Like let's all like not forget that the Targaryens are not the only ones that have been around for thousands of years, right? So of the Lannisters, so of the Starks. So I'm sure we will get some sort of familiarity with a surname here or there um, in this season or in this new show. But I do think that it will be a very similar concept, uh, uh, concept where they're all going to come together to have a coup against 
the the, the king on the Iron Throne, which mm-hmm. is going to be the Targaryen king who is mental. Yeah. Uh, so it says here it's gonna, Targaryens go versus the Black Fries. Uh, the I don't Black know who Freeze. the yeah. the Black Freeze. I don't know who the Black Freeze were. Were they were they somebody from the from game from the the show and to be fair i'm a i'm a fan of the the show i'm not a i haven't read the books um not that i don't want to just haven't uh found the the, the time i'm kind of waiting the moment george r, r. martin gets uh, finally finishes the the the, the, books, the books i might actually jump in it but if he's going to take 10 <laughs> years between each book i'm like i got my time i got time you know i don't want to be sitting waiting like, every, like everybody else uh god bless that guy i'm sure he's busy uh, the Black Free is basically um, a branch off of the Targaryen oh, household by a bastard son. Yeah, so in 129 AC, after King Viserys died, Queen Alicent named her son Aegon as the next king. But Rhaenyra, on the other hand, had crowned herself queen of the Targaryens on the Targaryen's ancestral seat, Dragonstone, and this is what led to civil war. None of the Targaryens we know will be in the show. Yeah. That's uh, fair. Because of its timeline. But that, when you read it like that, that sounds boring. No. Well, it's going to be Civil War, really, isn't it? And one side has dragons. So I feel like it's definitely not going to be as boring <laughs> as potentially is advertised. Yeah. <laughs> and the series is going to include the formation of Westeros. Ah, interesting. I think that's interesting. I'm uh, curious, though. Why like... Westeros have existed prior? I like that's interesting. Or like the it Seven says, Kingdoms. We'll probably. follow the Targaryen family probably history, the including the formation of Westeros. Mm. Yeah, so I guess that they will divide up the kingdoms in some in some way. Uh, nice Godred. Yeah, he's like the back freezer bastard. Targaryen it's based on the Jack. Fire and Blood book. Yeah. 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 Now I will say I think that this is uh, um, something that I do really appreciate about Game of Thrones is that. Um, uh, J uh, G R R is it George Martin? George Martin? Yeah, George Martin. Uh, the, the author. Uh, we shall just call him that. Uh, no, the author <laughs> was um, when like they came on for Game of Thrones for the series, obviously, and was helping write them, and was also putting in things in the series that was not in the books, but to purposely keep people who liked the books entertained, like you know it's always a surprise so that people who read the books are like no well, you can't trust that guy because that guy dies well in the series he actually lives so you know i think that's kind of interesting that he would play that way so even if this is based on a book i'm hoping that people who are fans of the book will also be unexpectedly surprised by things in the series because it, they either wouldn't have mentioned it in the book or they would have changed things that have happened in the book before and i really appreciate yeah. that about well, bringing well a book i mean to film that, or media. that 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 gonna that's gonna happen anytime you bring a book to film or or TV. Like the problem is, is books typically have way more characters than uh, oh, that can, sure. that than yeah. than you can build or have in a film or a TV series because so you end up combining characters that their arcs into one character. So multiple characters become one, yeah. uh, and you know some live so that you can carry on this story for several seasons versus you know, only having it for one because you see, you you could see how that arc could lead to something else. So I, I feel like, you know, like I, there's very few direct adaptations. I mean, other than like maybe the Stephen King's like 
the shining or something or um or something like that or you know that are just direct adaptations but um but major it, plot it, it, most, points most like major plot points and 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 main characters who died in the book or who had a different who lived in the book died in the series and i think that's interesting because I, I totally understand what you're saying and i appreciate what you're saying that like whenever you're translating a book to some sort of written media in terms of series or films or anything, everything's going to be adapted to fit on the page of a script because you're not going to write, like, 50 movies. But I think major plot points and stuff, character plot points that would always be in the book that would be also in the, in the series regularly, George uh, changed them so that they would still be surprised by that and so nobody could be certain about any character so that the author, or sorry, the people who loved the books couldn't spoil it for people who were loving the, the TV show. And I think that's that was his angle about it. That's what I've read. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, it's interesting. I again, I, I don't think, I think some of that has to do with the showrunner saying like, oh maybe yeah. Here's how we want to tell our story as well. Like they want to have their their notch on what the story that they want to tell <laughs> versus what the author. And obviously, you know, it's a collaboration between you know the writer and the showrunners and the actors too. And then sometimes they have a POV on. On, on how they see their character and, and, and ideas on where they want to do. So it all goes into a big soup pot, right? Yeah. And, you know, and something that comes out is sometimes drastically different than where the original plan was to go. Mm -hmm. um, and because very, very few seasons, especially if you're doing a serial TV show, like that's going seven or eight seasons, very few seasons are written before like the season the previous season ends so you're getting the feedback from not only your audience but you're getting oh. the the um that that time to sit down and craft that that story and that arc that you want to tell um so no no one plots out, i mean when you plot out a series right you're, you plot out like kind of an outline of where you see it might go in seven seasons or so mm -hmm. but when you actually sit down with with in a writer's room all of that changes you know every season like you have a uh, you have an arc you want to tell but like where those characters go and and the and the, the beats that you want to hit you know you know change in the writer's room mm -hmm. so um i wonder what they did then for eight like what like come on <laughs> There's so many of like the diehard fans of this series that were just like after eight came out, they're like, "What was that? Redo it!" There was a petition to get the mm -hmm. whole season remade. Um, so that's interesting. I want. I wonder if they were just like, "Hey, we have all this feedback. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Let's just stick to the plan we were gonna do anyway." Um, yeah, interesting. weren't they weren't they gonna do something different before they were doing this one? Wasn't there another show in development and then they? quickly changed it to house of dragons is that right i from feel like I, I from what i read they they at the end of game of thrones they had up to three to five i think pitches for like different game of thrones spinoff series um and this was the one that that they greenlit for a full season um out, out of those three i think three ended up getting kind of uh, close and I think this was the only one I think one of the other ones was a prequel like a way back prequel like yeah. talking about the birth of like the White Walkers in that in the first war where they erected the wall and, and like that whole deal so that was one that got axed um, probably because it was going to be too damn expensive not oh. that not that CGIing dragons in every episode is just cheap either but, <laughs> um, uh yeah exactly like i mean and that's uh, that's a big reason why i think they um had to break up the series and the last season into two is because of the budgets they just wanted to be able to like 
get the most out of every dollar they could and they yeah. made each episode episodes longer you know and so mm -hmm. that they could um maximize the amount of budget that they had per per season so the seasons got shorter so they could spend the more money per episode to to do more dragon stuff more magic more more cgi mm -hmm. things so more I explosions well i mean you said this was just different showrunners right so i kind of hope that in this series that if they are using dragons and stuff i really hope that it's done to like a minimal ex extent almost like you know like at the beginning there we saw almost like the shadow of a, a dragon we weren't sure if it was real if it was stone i kind of want more of mm -hmm. that i want more of the hint of dragon and less like full-on cgi dragons like they did in the last season i just want the little baby ones just the little baby ones the babies ones are cute Those yeah are she's sitting on the shoulder they're not expensive them. right and they burp fire and everybody <laughs> laughs <at him. laughs> oh, oh he set my robe on fire Harry again Potter. <laughs> um I, I amelia clark actually got her like the three dragons tattooed on her wrist after filming I, oh yes yeah because she everyone she, for everyone to be the mother of dragons and i thought that's Fucking cool. That's cute. <laughs> and the, I think they picked this one too, is because I, I think you're right. The Targaryens were the most, to me, the most interesting storyline. Mm -hmm. I, I liked it way better than uh, yeah. than anybody else's. It's more yeah. that they had like a really, um, like a, a really far back storyline because we'd always heard about them and like how they ruled for thousands of years and they were like the keepers of dragons and stuff. And I thought that was really kind of dope. I love them, and I really did. I really liked um, the the Dothraki and that kind of like tribal um, kind of clan, I guess. in In this world, I really like that, and I'm hoping that they'll bring something like that into into this as well, because obviously it's 200 years beforehand. So I'd I'd really appreciate more of that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think Game of Thrones got stronger when they started to explore like other other worlds yeah. outside of Westeros, right? And I hope I hope we get to see more of that as well. I mean, because the Targaryens didn't come from Westeros; they they came from a land outside of Westeros and then conquered Westeros. Yes, is that correct? I, I think I, so. Or maybe I might be off on that, but um, like, didn't they come from like like a place called Valeria? Like, isn't that what Valerian steel like? Yeah. came from because they came from Valer like and isn't that like where uh, like in the show at least um like when that one guy got um he got bit or or something happened and he was turning to stone right like he, there was yeah. like a disease there was Jura. like a disease I was just thinking about that Jura yeah Jura thank you uh yeah he got infected so I I wonder like do they are they going to explore that and how that came to be uh, so I I yeah. hope I Valeria, what I do hope right. and, and here's what will make this prequel successful in my opinion is if it makes game of thrones better right so if they do like and here's why mm -hmm. and it might be a smart move and here's what what star wars is doing and what marvel is doing um and if it, it, what they're doing is they're going back and what the mandalorian is doing and shows like even rebels and um and and shows like even loki and mm -hmm. um captain carter um the cap, what uh, the, yeah the what if and the winter winter so, uh, cap jesus oh, yeah, i can't yes, talk captain, so. america, um, <laughs> captain america yeah, yeah. And, and the winter soldier and, and uh what, what they're doing is they're going back and sort of filling in gaps and loop and holes that the movies kind of couldn't do right or the mm -hmm. the original 10 movies or or moments like what was really great about what endgame did is it actually made thor the dark world 
kind of something you would want to go back and watch, even though that's a terrible movie. You know, <laughs> it sort of it made it an important yeah. moment in, in, in the serial history. Now, mm -hmm. if this prequel series uh, for Game of Thrones can can like fix some of the problems that the original series had, especially the last few seasons, to make them more impactful, like mm -hmm. I think that is a win. Um, and as well as bringing us great storytelling, cool dragon shit, and a badass sword fights, uh, then we're in. As long as, as long as we get more of like, what was it, Gregor, the 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 giant, you know, the guy, who, like more more badass like oh, fight yeah. scenes between oh. like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, um, uh, like these these. Oh. massive men and uh and yeah. and and what about the wildlings you know like are they going to be part of this i mean it, it's it's kind of fascinating i mean you could go so many places because uh, it's such a fascinating world that that george r. r martin built um so i mean i guess really the it could, it could really go anywhere and i guess that's i guess that's the most exciting thing about this is that they could really mm -hmm. take this in any direction they want mm -hmm. I mean, from what I saw from Game of Thrones, I liked it. Like, I think I finished the first season, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, I'm wondering, too, like, if I had HBO, like, if I could just start watching this new show without <laughs> seeing, like, you know, you like, or do you think you need it, like, going in, like, if there's going to be, like, little things where it's like, oh, I don't know what they're talking about, or, I mean, I, it's I have no fantasy. idea. You, you never know what they're talking about. <laughs> that's true. I, yeah, I think like, that's why I don't like reading high fantasy because you're like, what the fuck does that say? Like, how do you pronounce, <laughs> how do you pronounce uh, an upside down letter with an apostrophe? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the teaser was nice, though. I think, I mean, I, I think good it sound. left me wanting to see yeah. another oh, good sound, good visuals. Um, I think it looks really pretty. I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to see. I'm I agree with you. Two thumbs up. Yes. I want to watch it. I'm going to go to the theater to watch this one. I really am. I'm definitely going to the theater. <laughs> uh, good luck with that. Actually, they probably will put. Like, you probably you no, probably could rent probably out could. theater and watch no, it. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, you, or something. I think <laughs> there, there there were a few Game of Thrones premieres. I thought they yeah. did do theater yeah. showings for. Uh, they did it for uh, Sherlock. Their last episode of Sherlock, um, yeah. season whatever four, or something, hmm. the very last episode that was going to be aired, they they put that in cinemas. So, I've been in cinemas in so long. Could could happen. Could I know. Happen. I went. It was a little weird, but <laughs> I'm going again story, on Friday. We just went on Sunday. Ooh, I'm gonna go again. What are you going to see? We're going to see James Bond again. Mm, again. Again. Wow. Mm. That good, huh? Well, there is a lot of stuff that like we were talking about afterwards and then they were like, wait, really? You noticed that? Like, that's so cool. And then like the more we read about it, we're like, nah, we got to go watch that again. So yeah. Gonna... Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's yeah, good. I really want to see it. Mm -hmm. um, Let me know when you do. Yeah, it discussion. might be a while. <laughs> yeah, if that's, I true. Don't... <laughs> that's true. They're going to... I'm going to walk into the theater. You look like you're dying. I, I, I might be. Um, you can't come in here. You're infected. I'm like, okay. No, that's, that's when you have to be all like, how can you deny dying man his last yeah. wish? And then go, please, uh, uh, please, uh, yeah. Yeah. let me in to see James Bond just one Please, time. Just oh, once. The prick that gave us a one thumbs down. What the hell? I'm a little hungover. You don't have to give me a thumbs down. Jesus. No, I don't <laughs> 
I'm, you know, I'm actually surprised we didn't get more people uh, popping in on Rivers. I thought more people would have a POV on uh, on uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Does anybody have? It was, it, it was such a, I guess it was such a, it took over, like, I remember, it, I don't know if there'll ever be a TV show that took over pop culture like Game of Thrones did. Um, I waited it, for it every week, just waiting for it to be on. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, I, I, think I don't know if there'll ever be anything like that, that again. I think there's a variant of that, but it's only like short term. Like for instance, like Squid Game. Squid Game launched on Netflix and everybody's been watching it and talking about it. So whether that lasts or not, or if it's just because everybody else is like watching it, or it's like when crappy movies come out to Netflix and you're like, oh, that looks really shitty. I'm going to watch it anyways, just to see how bad it is. Like, so I feel like there's like a different form of that today, but I don't think... I don't know well, you, what you, like you bring up a good point though because the nowadays it's you can binge watch it like you can be in and out in five days and then you're not talking about it anymore. Game of Thrones you had to wait, you had to wait, yes. you had to wait a season like and then yeah. every week like you were always somebody was always talking about it or catching up and but when it's all dumped and you just binge watch it, I don't think that gives it the ability to keep the conversation up like and that's why they try to they yeah. do you see it now they do three. So you get your binging out and then they give it to you once a week so that they're, mm-hmm. they're still, yeah. they can't make content that fast if we're going to binge watch everything. Yeah, that's no. a, that's a yeah. good point. Because I think like a lot yeah. of streaming services, like um, HBO Max obviously and um, Disney Plus do it that way where they mm-hmm. do it weekly. And I know because I was like obsessed with Ted Lasso and it came onto that really late. So I binge watched the first season and then I couldn't watch like whatever it was, season oh. two, episode three or whatever. And I was like, um hello why not and they're like because you've caught up and it has to come out next week i'm like this is bullshit no um, i have no patience for that but i would agree no. that i don't think that anything will have such a mass hysteria around it like game mm-hmm. of thrones and i do think it has yeah. more to do with like not only the fact that it was coming out every week but more that it was so controversial because you just couldn't like anybody no one was safe like it when was they killed so... the main guy in the first episode and you're all like guy. like what um but you know it you know he, he's famous for those kind of roles but also i just <laughs> think like, um i think <laughs> I, I, I remember being in spain and we couldn't obviously access season three and it was actually that episode nine at the red wedding in season three and i was like we can't access this so we have to wait until we get home we had to avoid all social media for everything mm. for a week and like really knuckle down because everyone everywhere was like, oh, did you see it? And it just so happened to be the like penultimate episode of that fucking season that like has all of the crazy effects and stuff like that. And this mm. yeah. like, turning you were, point. After, and, after Red Wedding, you were just like. Right? Yeah. So I don't know if there's a season like that now that if someone's like, oh, I spoiled it. it that you would care that much whereas like you've been like planning all this and just there's so much unknown that Mm -hmm. coming back to it was like a huge thing a huge event i'm curious to see how this does i'm curious to see how this does like if the first game of thrones had like a big impact i'm curious to see too like fan wise if it really like maintains (laughs) that same kind of pace or more (laughs) now that there's more people having streaming services i mean who knows um yeah yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens for it. I mean, if I eventually get access to, <laughs> to HBO, I'll watch yeah, it. But I actually do have a question about that, though. Is it only HBO? Because I I am, so. I'm in the EU. Yeah. 
this is a message to HBO. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind just fucking giving us a streaming service, I'll pay for it. I don't mind. <laughs> I just would like HBO Max in the EU. Thank you so much. Oh, really? They don't, you don't <laughs> get don't, HBO in the EU? No. Really? Wow. So unless they well, put that out on HBO... Apple TV or something, I won't be able to okay. see this. Unless I pirate it, but I don't want to do that. I want to support my industry, Ooh. guys. Yeah. Make it easier That's for me, wild. HBO. I'm sure they, they make deals with Netflix or something to get it to you, right? I mean, because they I want the content so. to be consumed. I don't know. Because no. even with, like, um, we were very lucky with um, Superman. Yeah, Injustice. Uh, the, the, the Justice League. When that came out, mm. I think we actually had it. There was another platform that they partnered with to release it. Can't remember what that right. was. Mm-hmm. But there was another yeah. platform. And I was like, brilliant. This is great. So if there yeah. is something that they're partnered with that I just don't know about, cool. Put it in the comments. Let me know. But I'm as far as I'm aware, we don't have anything here. Because I know that like the Suicide Squad or whatever, they came straight out to HBO Max as well as going into cinema. And we like we obviously have to go see it in cinema. It wasn't available here. So yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Someone says it's coming on the 26th. <gasps> yeah. yeah, I would love to say your name and thank you, but you know who you are. I can't say that username. Are you crazy? Uh, Sprang. Sprung. Sprung. You're welcome. He's a, he's a fantasy fiction writer. Sprung. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I would say it. Sprung. Thank you. That that really helps, actually. No, the Dutch, great. I can't watch it. There'd be more letters. All right, let's yeah, wrap this up. I got to go nurse this hangover. Oh, <laughs> He's got to go oh, have feel a better. tomato juice or something. I got yeah. something. Right, go eat a greasy hamburger or something. Oh. And a beer. That'll work. Oh, well, Drew, yeah. you just need some hair to go to the bathroom. What's happening? Go back to bed. Go lick that dog that pissed all over me last night. Oh, wow. What? There's some hot topics happening over in PJ's house, huh? Jeez. It happened to me the other day. I went this little dog. I, I see. I go on my walks in the morning, and this little dog, it's cute little uh, golden retriever puppy, yeah. will, will wait for me. It sees me. It's like, oh look, here comes fucking Santa Claus, and it just waits until like it won't even the, the owner won't even let it move. And I go over there and I pet it, and it pisses itself. Just right there. <laughs> no. It just pisses right there. So like the third Scary time, I, the third time I do it, I'm like, okay, it kind of used to me now. And there he goes. He saw. I mean, he's just sitting there waiting for me to come over. Get excited. And he this time rolls down, rolls over to rub his belly. I start rubbing his belly, and I'm like, oh, you're really warm. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just covered my hand in piss. And I didn't know what to do. And the owners were there, and I just looked at them, and I go, I'm giving this back to you. And I wiped it off on the dog's fur. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then the owner, then the owner punched you in the face. <laughs> no, no, oh, now he needs a bath. I'm like, fuck yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought after I wipe it off on the dog, that might not have been a good idea. Maybe, but what was I going to do? Just yeah, stay away from the people. Just I haven't seen. I haven't seen them since. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's, that's a great way to end Game of Thrones. Puppy pee. Puppy pee. Way to make friends in the neighborhood, PJ. Oh yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't have friends. You know that truth. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> And now everyone else knows why. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on Trailer Talk this week. Uh, we'll see yes. you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Everybody. Bye, guys.
Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.